Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. Welcome to this week's episode of Kitchen Counter Talks. I'm your host, Alyssa. And I'm Jordan. I'm Nick. And I'm Alex. And this week, we have a super exciting episode coming to you guys. Since it's Valentine's Day, we have a few special guests on, Nick and Alex. Do you guys want to jump in and give us a little intro of who you are and what's going on? Yeah, I can, I can definitely jumpstart that. So I'm currently Alyssa's fiance so that's a big part of our lives right now is planning that wedding figuring that all out it is a lot of planning i haven't done probably my fair share but you know we we move on um so we we i went to eau claire as well as everyone else i majored in finance and accounting so Alyssa and i are very much same same in that in that regard mm-hmm, um sure. you know first weekend without football it's been tough packers lost you know a couple weeks ago it's been it's been tough sledding here it's real yeah. tough yeah <laughs> Gone through some struggles because of it. Yeah. <laughs> I could jump in then. Uh, yeah, my name is Alex. Uh, I am Jordan's husband. Um, yeah, we've been married since August now. So how many months is that now? Like six, seven yeah. months? So yeah, we've come out six months. So it's been a whirlwind. It's been it's Wait, gone by really fast. Wait, what day is it today? Tomorrow is our tomorrow, sixth. Tomorrow, tomorrow is, is our six-month s- anniversary. <laughs> Big day. That's a big it's one. A big one. That's a big, it's a big one. one. You guys celebrating? Uh, nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Something. I cut you off. No, it's okay. No. Uh, like like Nick said, I also went to Eau Claire. Um, I went more of the sales route in marketing uh, than those two that went the finance route. Jordan is obviously a teacher, so she went a way different route. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, that's, that's kind of where I went. Um, and now I have a job in Minneapolis and we live here in Minneapolis. Yeah. Living the dream. So yeah, it's kind of, it's all about me. Well, the backstory of Alex and I, so we've actually <laughs> become friends. We've actually become friends through our significant other. So that's been fun for us because I know a lot of guys, when you hang out with your girlfriend and then you're, they all have their boyfriends, you all kind of mingle together and stand in a group and get to know one another. But Alex and I have actually become legitimate friends mm-hmm. outside of our significant other so it's been fun and cool that one quick mingle section really paid off yeah. <laughs> you know. it's all it took it's really all it took all it took well cool jordan do you want to explain what we're doing today is gonna to be a fun episode the guys don't know what's coming we have got some guy advice questions for them to hear like a dude's perspective and then we have got some fun stories we're going to read to you guys and get your reaction. So it's going to be fun. Should I jump in and read the first question? Yeah, let's do it. it. All right. Do guys like when the girl is the one pursuing the guy? Do guys like that? Um, I can have... Do you like being pursued? Yeah, yeah. I, can, I can jump in first, Nick. Um, yeah. I, I would say... It's it's such a different it's such a different role um, because I feel like as as men it's it's we're just used to that stereotypical like chasing after the girl and and like that how like kind of how that like courting process goes so 
when it is a different like role um it definitely can like catch you off guard if the girl's like chasing after you um but i wouldn't say it's like weird or like if i would say it's like wrong or anything like that i would say it's definitely like a good thing i wouldn't say it's bad in any way yeah i, I can definitely see your point on that where it might be tough to maybe operate and navigate because usually you're the one who's trying to figure them out and get them to date you and get them to hang out with you so i think it is that different dynamic but like you said it isn't a bad thing at all because really in any aspect of life it's always good to be pursued for really anything because it makes you feel mm-hmm. like you're wanted and i don't know that you're you're talented enough or whatever whatever it is yeah <laughs> it's like getting a job yeah. <laughs> it's true <laughs> yeah crush that interview yeah. <laughs> well that's a good one i like i like those answers definitely um cool the next question we have for you guys what are your thoughts on kissing on the first date yeah i can jump into that um i think it it really depends on the lead up to the first date like is this the first date where you guys met on tinder a week ago and you've been like snapping here and there is this like a first date where you've known each other for a few months you've been talking you've hung out at like maybe group social functions a few times and you really got to know each other so thinking like the the latter of that, yeah, it's probably definitely okay. But like if you don't really know the person yet and it is like just like the first time you've ever seen them in person, maybe maybe hold off on that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I can kind of echo what Nick said. I, I agree with him that capacity where um, if you do know somebody for, like you said, if you have like been talking to them, you have had some sort of relationship. Um, I know like for Jordan and I, we had like known each other and just like chance, like, op- like t- times that we like ran into each other before actually, you know, having like that first like official date. Um, so like, you know, if, if that's the scenario, then yeah, I think kissing on the first date is, is definitely like an okay thing. Um, but yeah, like, don't just like go in for it, like blinded and be like, this is going to work out great if the other person isn't ready for it. So, um, but yeah, I agree with Nick said, and, and just like, if you know the person, I definitely don't think it's going to be like awkward or anything like that. Read the room yeah. a little bit. Read the room. Yeah. Absolutely read the room. Read the room for sure. Okay. Don't be, don't be a creep. What are your guys' <laughs> thoughts on if a girl has guy friends? If a girl has guy friends. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can start with that too. So I think when I met Alyssa, uh, how I met her is through mutual friends, and it was actually through mutual guy mm-hmm. friends. So it was actually really nice because I knew those guys, and I really liked those guys, and they were, mm-hmm. they were good dudes. So mm-hmm. for me, I, I like that, and they... Mm-hmm. I don't know, they essentially kind of give you a good reference. Yeah. <laughs> kind, of tell you, yeah. kind of tell you a little bit of the background, what you don't see up front. Uh-huh. So that was really nice, actually. But that was just my experience with it. And I'm, I'm sure it's different for other guys in different situations, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. Are you saying I had a good reference? <laughs> yeah, we're mean, like, we're like, they, they, I can't, I'm, they were your wingman. <laughs> I don't know if you could tell, like, we're business people. <laughs> yeah. References yeah, and, like, get my foot in the door. No. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I, I would, I it, I think for me, it depends on the character of that person. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely don't think it's a bad thing, like girls having guy friends. Um, if the roles were reversed, I'd hope that Jordan would be okay with me having friends that are girls. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, if we're exclusive and we really care about each other and we trust each other, there really shouldn't be any sort of issue there. Um, but now if there's like, if there's a guy that's her friend who's like kind of pushing the boundary and like like you know like okay i'm kind of questioning this guy's character a little bit then yeah we'll probably have a conversation about that um but if it's like a genuine person like nick was talking about with Alyssa's friends and like they're good people absolutely like you have like you always want to have like a good well-rounded group of friends and sometimes Mm -hmm. that's guys so yeah Mm -hmm. it's definitely a good thing i think 
it could also be a good thing from the standpoint of like they kind of know what to expect out of guys like guys like to sit around all Sunday and watch football and play video games and <laughs> just like be like piles of garbage for hours at a time and like <laughs> just get way too emotionally invested in like dumb things and so so they kind of might might know what they're going into a little bit more absolutely so they might not be all of that bad. yep <laughs> I think that's a good one for sure um, okay, the next one that we have for you guys. Oh, this one I think can be con- con- controversial. Mm-hmm. Um, should guys pay for the first date? Ooh. Um, do you want to hop in, Nick, or do you want me to go? Yeah, for sure. I, I, I would just say yes. Like, just do it. Like, I know that there's like, oh, let's pay for half or whatever. But, like, I, I would say stick to the normal practice of just – just paying it's what like 15 20 bucks the first time like it's not gonna make you go broke by any (laughs) means but it it, but it does show like you're you're a nice guy and like i I just think it's good it's a good standard to follow and like afterwards if the relationship progresses obviously you'll start splitting Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. and whatnot but like i think first it it sets a pretty good impression i would say yeah i think it gets into you can kind of flip it back on the woman as well um like is the woman like expecting you to pay and that can be like how you guys talked about green flags and red flags. That's kind of a red flag for me is like the woman expecting that in the first mm-hmm. date. Me being someone who like I do still believe in chivalry and things like that. Like I think it is chivalrous to, to pay on that first date. Mm-hmm. And like I like want you, I want to. Um, so mm-hmm. like but like the girl coming in being like so like you're paying for this right. It's like okay that's kind of that's weird. That's kind yeah. of a weird thing. And yeah. that would really like turn me off to the situation. Like I, I'm not okay with like I definitely like if this is something that. Um, I feel uncomfortable with what other things in like that relationship is going to be mm-hmm. uncomfortable as well. So, yeah. yeah. I saw a TikTok last week. I forgot it was someone famous. And they're like, the person who asks the other person on the date needs to, needs to uh, pay for it. So that, that could also be another yeah. rule. Yeah. The girl asks the guy on a date. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's an interesting yeah. take. Yeah. I haven't heard that yeah. one before. That's but... unique. I haven't heard that one. Really. Yeah, because that'd be weird if I was like, let's go to Manny's Steakhouse. Yeah. And then I like <laughs> expected the guy to pay. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You're just you're literally just trying to get a free dinner yeah, right? yeah. at that point. Yeah, yeah, the know. bougie restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next question. And neither of you guys have done this, I don't think, but maybe you know why guys do. Why do guys ghost? Like why do guys ghost girls? <laughs> um that's a that's a really good. I think <laughs> I can kind of like start it, I guess. And, and, and Nick, if you want to like elaborate maybe on it, um, I think it, it's such a it's such a different thing because I feel like um, it, it it can be a thing where not always, but like I feel like women can be um, more willing to show emotions and show their emotions and kind of wear those out on their sleeve. Mm-hmm. Um, men just and and I'm not saying always, but just in, in most cases, men usually don't. Um, and so it's a situation where if they are starting to feel something, where they are starting to think this is starting to get real, maybe mm-hmm. that can scare them. You know, maybe that could be a situation where they just don't feel comfortable and they don't want to feel that emotion, um, where women might already be at that point. They feel that emotion. Um, and maybe they, maybe it's, and then sometimes it's just easier for the guy just to go, you know what, I'm, I'm, I just don't want to do this, so I'm just going to ditch, essentially, in that situation. Like I, rather than feel these emotions and be like, nervous about it or be uncomfortable about it might as well just step away um i think that's kind of where i get it from but i i would say i don't know if nick you have like another idea on that yeah for sure so i think i can relate to that a little bit because one of my roommates actually kind of gotten like his first real relationship ever where it was like a 
a serious relationship where he was like, I, I don't like really know what to do here. Mm-hmm. Do do I keep going? Like we've been hanging out and like I've never really like had to do this before and like so he was kind of he just didn't know whether or not to like commit or just be like all right I'm done here like this is kind of <laughs> weird because he's just never had that experience and then we also had a conversation where he's like do so what do I do with all the other girls I've been talking to and we're like just stop talking <laughs> <laughs> so he ghosted all the other girls because he was interested in a girl so True. that could yeah. also be a possibility too so I, I'm not well, sure that's kind of funny and, and I think guys guys in general just like aren't as emotional usually mm-hmm. as you said so maybe they like just like, oh, it's not a big deal if I just like stop yeah. talking mm-hmm. to her. Like she's not gonna care. So, like she'll she'll move on. The mm-hmm. sun comes up the next day, yep. mm-hmm. and guys are just kind of like lazy too. Or they're like, yeah, I don't really feel like texting this person. Yep. <laughs> just because living with guys, like that, never it's never really been me to ghost anyone. But like living with some guys, like they've done it and like whatever. And I always thought, well, that's kind of not not the greatest thing to do. But mm-hmm. I mean, do whatever you want, I guess. Yep. <laughs> And on to the next one. Oh, we almost, we kind of touched on this. Um, what are some red flags for girls? Oh, I feel like I already kind of touched on one of mine. Like what mm-hmm. are some of your top yeah. red flags? I, yeah, just kind of reiterating that, um, like that entitlement in the relationship, like expecting um, something as simple as like paying on that first date. Um uh, just like really simple things. Um, I, like I said, it's just like, uh, sometimes I think there can be like a, a, an image or like something that women want their relationship to be like. Um, and then it just expecting that of that guy just to kind of fall in line and, and, mm. and like that can, that can be a serious red flag for me. Cause it's like, it, how, how, like how willing are you to like compromise? Like how willing are you to have those conversations, have mm-hmm. that like give and take, um, that's a huge red flag for me, but I might have a couple more, but I need to think on a little bit. Nick can go. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that's a, that's a good one, Alex. Like obviously you don't want to like have somebody come in with those expectations. It's never going to work probably. I think another one would be just like having similar values to you because, mm-hmm. um, like it, it's going to create problems. If, if somebody thinks like a totally different way than the other person, it, it probably just like will never work right. out. So like. So find somebody somewhat similar it doesn't have to be exact obviously but like you need to see eye to eye on some of the bigger things in life and mm-hmm. and if you don't then i'd probably just move on because it'll never get better yeah mm-hmm. no that's a that's a great point and i think also like another one maybe that we touched on a little bit earlier about like women and like guy friends like on the like on the flip side like her friends like what kind of people are her friends like if her if her friends are like consistently you know like a bad influence on her pushing her to do things that you don't align with things that you don't really care for, mm-hmm. um, odds are if she's you know associating herself with that group, she's probably partaking in those activities as well. So like that's a huge red flag uh, for me if like their like their friends aren't exactly kind of meshing with like what you value if that makes sense. So. Um, yeah, for sure. Like, if they were more like their third roommate in college, like, we'd be having some issues. <laughs> oh, thank God, Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'd be having some issues. Next question. Maybe we cut that. Flip side, what are some green flags? Oh, that's, um, that's a tough yeah. one. That's a tough one. No, no. <laughs> I've no. never seen a green flag there before. <laughs> Wait, there are green and flags. We're done. <laughs> no, no, 
right. There are supposed to be good things in a relationship. Yeah, what? what? <laughs> um, uh, I think a huge green flag, and I can kind of bring this up today because we just today had had um, lunch with my family, mm-hmm. um, and how they interact with your family is a huge green green flag for me. Like, are they? I, essentially like do they like fit in with mm-hmm. the family like do they get along with my family um like that's a huge green flag for me like if they just not almost seamlessly but like are willing to put in that effort to like make a relationship with my family and have that like i said have that i think that's a really huge thing for me yeah i think that's good too like walking into um if you don't get along with like your your significant other's parents, it's probably just not like a great situation to start off in. Right. I know I have a pretty good relationship uh, with Alyssa's parents for the most part. So, and we get along well, we can, we can make jokes, we can, yeah, like just, just kind of like you fit in and it's not awkward or weird that you're around and stuff like that. And I think that's a really good thing. I think another green flag would be that they take like somewhat interest in like what, what your big mm-hmm. interests are. like. Like, Alyssa's tried to figure out football, and, like, try, I'm, like, we're trying to explain some terms, like, what a pick six is, or what what a fall. Scoop, scoop and score. Yeah, I know what a scoop and score. <laughs> that was my big one. Yeah. So, we're trying to figure out some of the terminology, and then same with her. Like, she's a big, big hockey person, and growing up in Wisconsin, I'm not a hockey person at all. It's just never was a thing. So, I've, I've tried to get in that over the years, learn the rules so we can watch hockey t- together, and... I've, I've tried to skate. You've, you've seen me, but I, I continue to try. I'm still not good at it. I don't year think after I'll... year, you're putting in the effort. <laughs> so we haven't quit yet on that one. <laughs> okay, on to our next question. What are your guys' thoughts on Valentine's Day? Um, yeah, I can go. I mean, I think it's fine. It's like it's like an excuse. <laughs> so you're not too thrilled It's about an excuse it. to like make your significant other feel special like on that day when like realistically you should probably just be doing that more often than like valentine's day so like it it does serve a purpose and like you celebrate or whatever you go out to dinner you do something nice for one another but at the same time maybe you should probably be doing that more often than once a year and i don't know it probably shouldn't be like a abnormal holiday that's a good one that's pretty good. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in Nick. I'm indifferent about. It. Uh, no, I I, I kind of agree with Nick though, and I think it's Valentine's Day is, is great um, because you know it, it's about love and and great things like that. But like you said, you should shouldn't have an, you shouldn't need an excuse to love your significant other. Um, you know, Aww. try to try to love Jordan every day. <laughs> so, Thanks. so it's, you know, yeah, I, do. I do, I do. No. And so try I think it's, to love her. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> so when Valentine's day comes around for me, it's just like, it's just another day, you know, it's, and that's, I feel like what it should be, you know, um, if you truly love the person that you're with, Valentine's day should just be another day. So yeah. That's where my thoughts are. Either. Yeah. And honestly, going out to dinner on Valentine's day is like not even fun. Cause it's, First, it's impossible to, like, actually be able to, like, eat somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then, two, it's just, like, overly yep. crowded. And Everyone's trying like, to get... And bitch. we don't like crowds. Yeah, just do it, like, a day before or two yep. days before. Mm-hmm. And it's just pretty much... It's on a Monday day. this year. Yeah, so. the Super Bowl is the day before. Uh, That's yeah. my Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, mine too. Yeah, that's what I really love. <laughs> um, okay. What is your best piece of relationship advice Cricket, 
date someone named yeah. Jordan. Aww. No. It's <laughs> good. Sorry, Nick. Uh, yeah, Nick, you're screwed there. Um, I would, yeah. Yeah. I would, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I would just do, I would just say, um, really, when you're, when you're dating someone, really try to find those qualities that you really value in the person. Mm-hmm. Um, because I truly think Jordan is, Jordan is my best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, like we, 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 we hang out together. We do so many things together. And like, if we weren't best friends, I don't know how it would work, you know, just cause we really do care about each other mm-hmm. and, we, we, and we love being around each other. Um, so I'd probably say like my one bit of, of dating advice would be to find those qualities in that individual. Um, you know, when, when you are going through like that, that vetting process, right. When you're going <laughs> through the, the, the dating process is, uh, try to find those qualities in the individual and really um, that'll help you in the long run because I think that's truly going to end up being your best friend. So That was nice. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's really good, Alex. That's really good. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's really good. My advice would probably be just like try to like learn about your significant other because I think a lot of times in life you look at how somebody reacts to the situation and you're like, well, I would never do that. But like you're not dating yourself mm-hmm. either. So you can't really expect the person to react to things the way you would and then try to understand like what why they're doing a certain thing because again like men and women are just different people we we all react to things differently so when when something maybe like when you're just like what are you doing or like why would you do that you just understand like oh yeah like they're just a different person than me and I can't have the expectation that they're just gonna always Mm -hmm. like fall in line with your exact thinking or your exact thought process and then like just what actions you would take so I think yeah yeah Cool. Oh, is it my turn to ask a question? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was looking at Jordan. I was like, all right, what's the next one? Uh, okay, what's the next question? Oh, what is your biggest pet peeve within a relationship or about a relationship? Don't feel like you have to call either one of us out right oh. now. But... Let, me get, let, me get, let me get my Excel doc. Excel doc. Jeez. Oh, man. I feel like you're like really good like around the house and doing things and like helping out and like I don't think there's anything that really like bugs me. Maybe I guess. just like of relationships, like when you look at your single friends and you're okay. like, ugh, I could never do that with this ball and chain oh, over oh. here. Maybe it's okay. like Valentine's. That's my I got one thing is just like the women population in general could be more transparent on like mm. thoughts because like. If you've ever like talked to a woman and then they're like, "Oh, it's I'm fine. Like it's fine. Like I'm okay. Like just don't worry about it." Like you you know exactly it's not it's not fine. It's terrifying. You shouldn't be worrying about it. And they sh- and it's just like just just tell me like tell me what's going on here. Like cuz most guys are just like um yeah, this is the problem. This and that whatever. And women mm-hmm. are just like, "I'm fine. Like it's fine. Like we don't even need to talk about this." So that's just like a, a generalization of like the women population as a whole. Not true for everyone obviously. But just, just yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to piggyback off, off of Nick on that one. Just say, so, yeah, just the communication. If, if things mm-hmm. aren't um, where you want it to be, just tell us. We're like men are very like I was, I was telling Jordan this the other day. Like men are very simple creatures. Um, we, we very much are. You know, uh, <laughs> like the other day it was we just this morning we were talking about and just like. Like when you're when you're like in sitting in the car now listening to music, are you like just like thinking? That Jordan just asked me. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> like I'm, not I'm, I'm not. Like, yeah, I, seriously. So, yes, and I don't believe it. There's never a minute there nuts. aren't thoughts running through my head. Yeah. Never. I don't know if I've yeah. ever yeah. just had nothing yeah. going on in there. Like, 
I feel like women's thoughts are always very like serious. Like this could happen. Like I'm just thinking like, oh, Aaron Rodgers just bought a house in Nashville. Like is he getting traded? Like what, what's this gonna look like? <laughs> what would I do if I was like? the GM of the Packers? How would we do? This? How would we do this? Are we scrapping the whole thing and moving yeah. forward or what? Just sports news rolling through my head. Yeah, like like Tom Tom Brady's retirement. Thinking about like all the memories. <laughs> like, do you remember this? Um, okay, yes. how did you guys know you found the one? Ooh. I can touch. I think a lot what Alex said is just finding mm-hmm. your best friend and somebody you, like, you want to spend every day with because, like, even, like, just there's so few people in this world that I like seeing, like, all the time. <laughs> like, people just get on your nerves. So I think when you find your best friend like that and you just – truly enjoy being around each other all the time like it makes a huge difference and I think that's when you kind of know and then like having a lot of the similar similar interests and things Mm -hmm. and yeah just kind of having the same vibe on things like you see eye to eye on certain situations or like like we're big like let's get up early in the morning Mm kind of people so like stuff like that where it's just like you're just on the same schedule with a lot of things Mm -hmm. in life yeah Mm -hmm. that's a really great point um mine was like maybe like something really specific um I think like this is, and honestly, this isn't like I, I. So we went to college in Eau Claire, and I feel mm-hmm. like I, I told everyone where I lived. Go, yeah, go blue go golds. Gold. I told everyone where I lived, and like no one ever knew where I lived. Uh-huh. No one, and one girl did. It was Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I was like, oh, I'm from this small little town in southern Minnesota. No one knows what it is, and Jordan goes, I know where it is. Like <laughs> so, it was just like something like as simple as that. Like that she, was the first day we met. Well, I, like I knew from there, it was just like we had like a, oh, like, a like it was just it. like a connection, um, okay. which was super cool. So, um, and yeah, it just like, someone who like really makes you want to be better. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan always pushes me in, in different ways, and which is really great. I push him downstairs. She just, she just, she just straight pushes me. It actually like really hurts, but I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> she needs her alone time. She just, she, it's just time to think about all those thoughts. Apparently, no. So yeah, someone that pushes you to be better and, and really wants wants what's best for you, like mm-hmm. things like working out. I think I took like a, a hiatus from working out for a long time, and and Jordan was one of the people that like pushed me to get back into doing it and, and trying to make myself better. So. Just a simple example like that. For sure. Mm. Those are yeah. nice ones. Um, next one. How do you guys feel about wedding planning now that you have both gone through it? Okay. Let's <laughs> grabs the mic. He grabs the mic, pulls it closer. He's like, buckle up, everybody. Here's how I feel. So I'm currently in the process, <laughs> and I think every guy's initial entry is like, let's just let the girl take the wheel on this one. Because everything I think she's probably going to think is really dumb. And, like, my design ideas Packer aren't flags. good. <laughs> but I think a big thing, and I thought about this today a little bit, is, like, you obviously want your wedding to be, like, as, like, really good as possible. But all, at the same time, like, as cheap as possible. Because, like, it is so, so expensive. And you guys know that. We know that. So it's, like, all about trying to, like, have a nice thing while paying the least amount of money. And it's just a struggle because it's just, like... You're trying to just find something to fit that criteria, and there's nothing that really does. So true. Yeah, I I would say be be there be there the woman, the bride, the wife, like their biggest support, like during the process. Because I feel like I I know that Jordan took the helm at like 
all, all almost like 95 percent 90 of it and that's because like i think jordan had like a vision of like how she wanted to look and had a great idea of how that day was going to look and obviously like i wanted to help her you know fulfill that vision of how that day looked so it was just supporting her and like ensuring that that day was mm-hmm. as great as it could be um Alex, what was your one job? So I had to get a bartender, mm-hmm. and I got a bartender in, like, Superior, Wisconsin, which is, like, four hours away. And so <laughs> we had to pay. So if we would have went through with that bartender, we would have, like, an extra, like, $500 fee for, like, their travel. So we're like, yeah, we're not going to do that. So <laughs> we ended up getting one just in the city. So um, there's a reason why Jordan took the helm in a lot of these different <laughs> things. <laughs> Um, just, yeah. just be there, be supportive. Like, yes, mm-hmm. this sounds great. I love it. You are, you are going, yeah, yeah, you're great. Definitely. I can see that. Yeah. I'm kind of like on the one job thing too. I get like very small <laughs> minor responsibilities and it still doesn't even go well. So it's just, but you did, you got one checked yeah, off this weekend. I was... found somebody to marry. Hey, that's, good. that's a big one. And that's a big I can one. kind of yep. claim like it's the biggest part of the day. And like, I kind of saved the day and I'm the mastermind <laughs> behind the whole event. But like, it is kind of an awkward situation trying to find somebody mm-hmm. to marry you because I know a lot of people will like know somebody personally mm-hmm. in their family, but we live in Green Bay and we go to a church here where like we like the pastor, but we looked online and because it's a larger church and they're all like, or they have a thing where they do weddings, but you have to pay two hundred fifty dollars for them to do it, and then you have to pay for them to travel, and our wedding's four mm-hmm. hours right. from Green Bay, so then you have to pay for their hotel, and then it's gonna be like a thousand dollars at the end of it, and it's just like really like I'm like we're not gonna do that, so. We kind of kind of figured something else out, right? So. Yeah, and everything else that we had just kind of started to fall through, and so yeah, and it was a headache. But you did it, and now yeah. it's a big yeah. check Party out Nick. list. I also picked the venue too, so like I think I think a lot more credit should be given <laughs> this way. I don't know way. if you picked the venue. You might have. <laughs> she moves <laughs> the mic back. <laughs> we'll move on. All right, boys. Last question: Who is going one. to win the Super Bowl? Who day, baby? Go Bengals. Yeah. Look, I'm all aboard the Joe Burrow train. I love the dude. He's like the most likable guy in the world. Like the smoking cigar thing, the underdog story, just like Joe Cool. I love it. But I just don't think the Bengals are the better team. So I think the Rams will win. But like I, I really want to see Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow win yeah. a Super Bowl here. Also, Matt Stafford is yeah. super likable too, but like the rest of the Rams aren't like. The yeah, most I'll likable. I'll agree with that. Like, I'll say this: this is probably one of the more enjoyable matchups I think we've had in a long time. Um, just based on like yeah. the two stories between the two teams, like Stafford being on an absolute garbage franchise for for like whatever what was it, eleven seasons, twelve seasons. Um, yeah. What franchise? Not a single was playoff win. Yeah. So for those of us. So for those of you in Detroit, Michigan, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, he was for the Lions. He played for the Lions. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that is exciting for the most him. miserable franchise yeah. ever, other than Timberwolves. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but yes, yeah. But so yeah. I would say to the my one complaint about this year's Super Bowl, it does feel like the two best teams aren't playing. Right. I think in an ideal world, it would be Packers Chiefs, just because like they they are, were the two best mm-hmm. teams all year. But I do like the the Joe Burrow factor mm-hmm. to it because he kind of has that Tom Brady quality right. where he's just a winner. Where wherever he goes, right. people just win and and. He just he's just that dude. Yep. No, I, yeah, I think I'll leave it at that. Bengals have been the underdog in yeah. almost every game except for the first round of the playoffs and they've they've pulled it out. So I think they have a I think it's their it's their year, team of mm-hmm. destiny this year. So you know. Team of destiny. <laughs> nice. 
All right. Well, the next part of the podcast, we've got some stories that we're going to read you. They're anonymous. Um, but we just want to get your reaction. So, Liz, do you want to read them the first one? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, oops. Sorry. Um, okay. First story is went on a blind date. And we hugged first meeting, and then he kissed me on the lips right away. Then we sat at the bar, and he sat there, and he was three times the size of me. He engulfed me, and he had his entire arm around me the entire time we were on the state. The waitress came up to us, and she couldn't even see that I was there. It was <laughs> oh my so goodness. uncomfortable. Wow. Um, wow. Okay. So I so when you sorry <laughs> this guy's got okay first of all this guy's got some cojones to walk into the first part of the date and just kiss her right on the lips I thought it was I thought it was the end of the date he's like oh I'll give her a kiss no he walked right up and kissed her like that's that takes some balls first yeah. part of it um yeah um yeah like this dude is not lacking in the confidence department <laughs> one bit and that that's probably not a good thing like it is irrational right. at that point and also just like social cues and like. Um, self-awareness of like this is the first time meeting somebody um yeah i can see that being pretty problematic yeah <laughs> all right my friend started dating a guy who said he just got out of a relationship but he actually just got divorced oh oh so <laughs> is there is there like a time frame or is this like it just happened like i don't have those details man that's a lot of baggage that's a lot of bags to take into a first date. I don't know. Also, it's not great that he like wasn't real upfront yeah. about it. Like when you're starting off like like that, it's no. probably not. I mean, it's, it's never good to start out with a lie. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you said like I don't know well, how old this person is, twenty three. Like, if you were dating some, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think you just steer clear of that. You just well, on to the next. <laughs> Playing devil's advocate here. There's Technically, no. that is true. Lying. He said he just got out of Didn't a relationship. Didn't specify what kind. Yeah, he forgot to tell him what the. Thing <laughs> <is>. <laughs> I, I think oh, he boy. he wasn't totally truthful let's mm-hmm. just say that yes technically technically he did not lie but let's say he wasn't entirely truthful and I think that's uh, yeah we'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, the next one. I went into a guy's bedroom, and he only had a mattress, a blanket, and a pillow. No bed frame, no sheets. Is this his next bedroom? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, seriously. This is is how I lived in college. Okay, but you had sheets. There's nothing wrong with that. He just had a mattress? Just mattress. It was the one that went around the bed. (laughs) Yeah, but to be fair, most people in college move houses every year. Do you know how annoying it would be to assemble and disassemble a bed frame? On top of you, you're going to have to move that across town every year. Like, okay, but no what way. about the no sheets part? That's weird. Just yeah, sleeping on a mattress. Yeah, so you just so just a pillow and a mattress. Well, mm-hmm. doesn't it need like cold in the middle of the night or something? No, it was a pillow, a blanket, a and blanket. a mattress. Oh, okay. I mean, nah. I, you have the Yeah, he really has the essentials. Really? I don't think this is weird. Like I said... I'll say it again. Men are very simple creatures, and like mm-hmm. we really don't need yeah. much to make us happy. So I'll, yeah, it's not weird. Yeah, you could be like on an HGTV show or whatever, being like a simplistic person. You could live. Yeah. Like that, you know? <laughs> All right, how about this one? They liked my Hinge profile, but asked who my friend was because they liked her. 
Okay, another massive pair of cojones on this guy. That's uh. These <laughs> guys shoot like I I don't really know people who would do this, but like shout out to whoever that is. Like yeah, I know using the one girl to go to the other. Like that's yeah, that's pretty uh, that's pretty gutsy. Honestly, it, I don't know if it worked. It probably didn't. I'm not gonna lie, it probably didn't work for that guy. But uh, yeah. Hey, sh- shoot or shoot. I mean, shoot if it shoot. did, she would have been the ultimate yeah, right. True. woman. <laughs> True. <laughs> hey, I used my hinge profile That's to right. make you a date. Could have worked. Um, the next one, my boyfriend used to tell his mom everything, and then when I would go over there, she would confront me about the problems that oh. we had. Yeah, I don't like this one. Um, I think there's no. there's there's got to be boundaries um, set, I think, at a, at a family level. Um, I don't think... I, I love I love my parents and I, I, I want them to know what's going on in mm-hmm. like our lives and our even like in our relationship even if and not like down to like the you know things that need to be stuck with us but I would say you know it's um definitely needs there's some boundary lines need to be set there and I think the things that are very intimate and personal to you guys should stay within you guys not just spouting it off to everyone in the family mm-hmm. yeah I can agree with that I feel like this is one of those like you you date that guy or that that woman's son and you're just never good enough yep. kind of thing and you're you're just never gonna have a good relationship with that mom so I, i'd probably just move on and mm-hmm. go, go find something else because it's just not gonna be good it's not gonna get better not gonna be enjoyable gonna mm-hmm. yeah, at all sure. yeah. okay i was eating garlic bread and they told me not to worry about my breath before kissing me and i don't think they like kissed before so I think it was more of a first date situation. He she, he told her to. She ate garlic bread, and he was like, while she was eating it, he was like, "Don't worry about your breath before you kiss me." Oh, so, he's like right. a, so there's like yeah, scenarios <laughs> like what happened here. Either this guy's like the worst joke like <laughs> teller ever, and like just made like just a terrible joke, or he just has like no awareness of what to yeah. say on a date. So that's that's where yeah, I'm that's at. uh again like. I, I, can't, I don't know if it's just like blind confidence or just like stupidity at that point. Like just mm-hmm. just expecting like we're gonna kiss later. Like I hope you know it's coming. Like I don't care what your breath smells like. It's like <laughs> that's a little weird. Uh, just to assume that the girl's mm-hmm. gonna kiss you at the end of the date. Like it's, like I said, assumptions. You know mm-hmm. they they're not they're not sometimes not great to make on you a. You know what they first... say about assume. Yeah, you guys can all say it. <laughs> Liz's head popped up. I don't know shit. You know. <laughs> she she doesn't know what that means probably. Uh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, the next one it drove my one night stand home, and he gave me a kiss goodbye. Wait, say that again. Sorry. It says I drove my one night stand home, and he gave me a kiss goodbye. Hmm. Huh. Is that like not a norm? I, I don't really know. Is that not a norm? Like, are you not supposed to do that? I, this is such like a one-off thing you know yeah like maybe the guy had like a different thought of what what the what the night before was i don't know maybe like thought like oh we're in a relationship now or like this mm-hmm. is gonna be a thing yeah but I, yeah i guess i don't really have like much i think it was just yeah kind of like a one-off situation where they i don't know if he was trying to be nice or yeah like he like next said he thought he was he thought it was going somewhere it wasn't um mm-hmm. but yeah it's probably where that happened okay went to hang out with a guy for the first time and he left me inside with two random girls while he smoked weed outside for over an hour. So, guys, 
It's kind of he's kind of it's kind of rude at that point. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. Uh, that's just something you don't do, you know. Like if you're if you're hanging out with with a girl, um, mm-hmm. probably shouldn't leave her alone, you know, for for extended period of time. You you have all the time if you're going to be smoking weed. You have all the time in the world to smoke weed. You can put it away for, mm-hmm. you know, for for a couple hours while you're hanging out with some girl that you're interested in. Um, red flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this goes back to like the shared values oh. thing because like. If there's a guy that's, like, a huge pothead and uh, you're going to try to date a girl who's, like, really not into it, it's probably yep. not going to work mm-hmm. right. out for you, pal. Exactly. So like, that's exactly it. So. Okay. This next one just says, I was described by a guy as very grippable. <laughs> that's unique. I need more context. Like, the guy just said to her, you're very grippable. Like, saw her, and that was, like, his pickup line. Yeah, I think, again, it goes back to just social awareness <laughs> and, like, you know. Seriously, try a little bit harder, too, like, yeah. on the pickup line. Like, if you're if you're at the bar, like, seriously, just probably just Google it at that point. <laughs> just Google a pickup line. That, that one's not a... He probably just yeah. Googled yeah. that, that one. That one's probably not a winner, pal. Yeah, put that one in the old trash can. <laughs> That's a low yeah, bad a... <laughs> Okay, um... One time a coworker told me he would never envy anyone who wants to date me. He would never envy, so that's kind of mean. Yeah, it is um, very mean. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I think, yeah. It's kind of like I wouldn't touch Yeah, I think there's just some things that, like, <laughs> I think it's just what we're taught when we're younger, you know? I think there's just some things you just, if it's not nice, just keep it to yourself, mm-hmm. you know? Like, there's some things better left in your yeah. mind. You can say it all you want in your mind, but there's some things you just don't need to say. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm sure, like, I, I hope at least there was, like, they weren't, like, un- they just, like, weren't friends, and they, like, they kind of, like, hated each other before saying that, but, like, if that guy came out right out of the blue and just, just straight up said that, that that's, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. You must have something going. They have some beef, probably, mm-hmm. for, for a long time. Yeah, I hope that prior beef, because it'd be, like, way more hurtful if you just came out of the blue and said, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. This is what I think about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so for this next one, this one's kind of a long one, um, but it says, so this cute boy slid into my Twitter DMs saying that I have the funniest tweets. I was so flattered, so we started talking for a little bit via Twitter DMing, and during that, he told me that he had a wedding to go to in a couple of weeks, and he would love for me to be his date. I was feeling a bit spontaneous, so I said I would have to meet him first and get a little more info about the wedding, but I was open to it. So then on a date, so this is like prior to the wedding, so on their first date, all he talked about was his drunk, stupid stuff, all the drunk, stupid stuff his friends used to do in college, how he, how much he frequented the local college bar and the mutual people that we knew, which specifically was my most recent ex-boyfriend. Let's just say I was not having a good time. He then asked me to go on a walk around a park that was near the bar that we were at, and I thought that was a good place to let him down easy. We walked and talked for another 10 minutes. He tried to hold my hand, but I dropped it, trying to give him all the hints that I was not interested, and then he leaned down to try to kiss me. I backed away, saying, sorry, I am just not feeling it, and he looked at me like I was the weird one, but I walked back to my car, and then he told me to drive safe. Uh, two days later, he then DM'd me on Twitter asking if I would still go to a wedding <laughs> oh, with him. I didn't reply because I was at work, and then he started sending me a ton of weird messages. Uh, block? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think from, like, the start start to the end, like, it's just weird um, to start with the asking somebody you never met in person before to go to a wedding with you is kind of, again, like, the confidence mm-hmm. in these guys. What, yeah. like, 
Who yeah. are these people? <laughs> I never ran across these people as much, I don't think. Um, I, yeah, I think from the there was a lot to unravel, I think, in that story. Um, yeah, I think I think we just keep going back to like sometimes a, a lot of these a lot of these guys just get so focused on like finding a way to land that girl, date that girl, get with that girl, and they just get like just stupid brain. Like they just don't mm-hmm. think like sometimes like what they're saying. Some might just be dumb. Like you know, that just might be how it is. But like you sometimes, I think you have to like step back and like just think a little bit about before you are going to be like pursuing this girl. Like hey, I, like like what I'm saying matters. Like mm-hmm. it, 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 they're going to think about that. So. Um, yeah, I think it's just unraveling that. I think it was just all around, like, the guy just yeah. wasn't thinking. <laughs> yeah. Have some self-awareness, read yeah. the room. Like, it'll yeah. never hurt. <laughs> it'll never hurt. Um, okay, this is my last one. My friend was dating a guy for seven years, and he bought her a ring to propose. Then they broke up before the engagement happened. He then started dating a different girl and used that same ring to propose only two months into dating her. Rings are expensive. I'll say that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, where was the ring market at? Was gold, gold and silver up and down? Like, I mean, this guy doesn't want to lose. I get value, it. Yeah, the value of the ring definitely depreciates. No, I would... Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Was it something I'm like keeping the, up at the Kardashians or something? Or... Chloe and Lamar get married after yeah. two months. Everyone. So did so she? How did she find out that the ring was? Uh, he previously bought that for like a different. Or was a friend that a friend that knew that right? Or mm-hmm. okay. Um, I mean, I don't think it's the I don't think it's the the, the craziest thing in the world um, since he already has the ring. Um, I think a key detail is the first girl he was with for seven years. Okay. And now this next girl's only been two months, yeah. and he's using the same ring. Yeah. yeah. So that Talk is a like little a slap yeah. in the face, though. Yeah. Like, like I had to wait seven years to build up the courage to propose to you, and this girl's good enough in yep. two mm-hmm. months. That's true. I don't know if that's like a slight thing, almost, where you're just like, oh, yeah. let's get back yep. at this person, but that's, that's just mm-hmm. wild. A wild mm-hmm. timeline. Liz, do you have more stories? Oh, no. I'm sorry. That was the last one that I had. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Did you have fun? Oh, yeah. It's, it's Are you so going to become fun. podcasters? Would you come back another time? We might, like, make our own podcast. You guys already bought this equipment up front. We might as well be being resourceful. <laughs> I got a lot of, like, a lot of, like, workplace stories that we could tell and oh, stuff yeah. like that. A lot of sales calls, <laughs> stories. Like, like in the office. I've had the realization I've officially become like circle back oh, yeah. guy. Like I'll tell my boss, oh, let's just circle back <laughs> on this. It is like, because I've seen like those TikToks of like all the business jargon and like I've definitely started using like the, oh, let's just circle back on this and like never ever bring <laughs> it up again because it's something I, I don't want to actually do. Uh, just wanted to reach out. Yeah, there's just so many different ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing well. Um, well, for everyone listening, we hope you just have such a good Valentine's Day, whether if you're spending it with a significant other, your friends, your family, by yourself. We just hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening today. Guys, thanks for being on. Absolutely. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Kitchen Counter Talks. At Kitchen yes. Counter Talks Pod. 
Yeah, and we'll probably throw it like Whitey and I will probably throw out a question like we started our own <laughs> podcast because I feel like the chemistry we had today was, yeah. was off the charts. Phenomenal. It was off the it charts. Phenomenal. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. I could feel it. Something's <laughs> brewing. Stay tuned, fans. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, and we will see you next time on the kitchen counter. Bye.